Hello, I'm Michael Sheen, and you are listening to a Touchline Rant podcast. Right, 98, a Touchline Rant. We are back um, from the elation of the Homeless World Cup. We are back in our little studio. Yeah, studio. This week we're joined by Gareth of the Captain Variety. He is back, making his glorious return. And this week we are going to talk... <laughs> Dan? Okay. This week we're going to re-meet Gareth. That's the first thing we're going to do. We're also going to talk Premier League uh, fixtures. They're coming up. Mm-hmm. It's mm. back. Football is back. Premier League mm-hmm. football is here. We're going to have a transfer window roundup because there's been quite a lot going on this week. Mm-hmm. with the transfer window closing imminently as we record this. Um, we're going to have... The bulk of this podcast will be us making our Premier League predictions. We'll buzz through it very quickly. Which I can, we've, we've, all, all buzzed, we've all had homework. Well, we've had we've homework. We've had homework. Yeah. All three of us have had homework. We are going to do our <laughs> predictions. Then we're going to talk Homeless World Cup. <laughs> and then we're going to leave and go home. Does that sound all right? Maybe a few other things as well. No other things. Do not do it to me. Right. Um, shall I just play the music? Play the music. So as we previously alluded to... I'd say my favourite guest is on. Oh, come on now. Favourite guest? Putting it out there. So, hey, I don't have any favourites like children, but saying <laughs> but that... if you did, you'd have Gareth. <laughs> totally. Uh, uh, absolutely. Right. Over Michael Sheen. So the bar oh, is... Wow. Yeah, I mean... He's gone over Michael Sheen already. Yeah, that last, with that um, pressure. Yeah. That is right. Hey. Uh, Gareth, we would like you to just briefly explain who you are and what you do for our listeners. I have no idea, most of the time. <laughs> I, so we have a company called Town Square and we help people start businesses. So we do that with things like our startup clubs and all of these different things. But yep. my main interest is trying to find a way to get people to do things they care about. That's yep. really what our spaces are for. So we've got a couple of spaces now. Um, and we just like to work with people who, you know, they hate what they do. They know they can do more. Um, yep. And we just try and help them find a way to do that. Unlocking that potential. You know? So. That's that's as concise as I could have. There it is. That I'm going to use that recording alone. in the future for everything yeah. else because I don't think I've ever been that. You know, that's it, exactly as you do. Yeah, it's really good. So yeah, we. Uh, well, I know we've got a packed schedule. We've got so we much good stuff. We have got an extremely so packed schedule. Less time talking about me. Mm-hmm. Um, should we discuss? Should we move on, or should we talk to Gareth more? He's your favourite guest, after all. You let's get into decisions. it. I'll keep telling you facts about me as we go through yeah. it. We can just scatter it in. Yeah. Scatter it in, are we? So, I'll tell you we, the story about when I met Ian Rush in Toys R Us. There's good. a story. I, that is so also, I also rang Ian Rush, not in Toys R Us though, but I ended oh, up yes. talking to him for like 20, 25 minutes. Oh, he wasn't great. very nice to me. Really, really? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Rude. My whole childhood was smashed. Oh, I never oh. met your idols. You yeah. talked to me, he said, can I, I, throw went, it out I, there? I went to Juve as a boy and come back a man. And like I got into the details of like when he, when he was over there. He's hang like, on, you hang couldn't... on. Can I just throw something out there? You both had the running order. This section was called Remeet Gareth. It was not reminisce about Ian Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Rush. What a man. Rush. Still love him. What, this what is happened? unbelievable. What happened with you? Oh, he, he, did you, he was did you go at him from family. an angle? Did no, you no. Tap him? 
No, because the one thing I did from see... From an him, angle. Yeah. Like, I, a comes, comes there. There. <laughs> like, I didn't surprise him. Like, it was like a surprise from the, attack. From the side. <laughs> yeah. Throw a giraffe in. So I once saw him playing at Wrexham and I could not believe how much awareness he had of where everyone on the pitch was. If you'd have put a blindfold on him, you could have told you where everyone on the pitch was. Wow. But in Toys R Us, in Chester, on that day... <laughs> Yeah, no. I'm not interested. No. Right, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but that was the that was the strangest start to a podcast <laughs> we've ever had. Any new listeners, that's hooked them. Surely, if anything, Ian Rush, love yeah. him, hate him. Maybe. Yeah. Where do you stand on Ian Rush? Does he feature in yeah. a, in a, another episode? Maybe. Right. Yeah, we'll try Wait, let's on. move on now. All right, we've re-met Gareth. We've heard about Ian Rush. We're now going to go to an interlude, and then we'll be back to talk Premier League. Everyone agree? Let's do it. Let's do it. So this Friday, what's happening? Something... Premier League comes back. No, I don't believe you. It's back been too long. Too soon. Too um, soon. With too the long. sacrificing of Norwich City live <laughs> on Sky Sports by Liverpool. Look, first game, you don't know what's going to happen. Everyone thinks Liverpool are the front runners here. They could be caught cold. They could be knocked back into reality from last season. Yeah. You just don't know. That's the fundamentals at the beginning of the season. There's going to be surprises. Who's going to be the surprise? Tell you what, though. They did look good <laughs> in that second half. When they got going. The community shield, they looked mm. very good. Yes. Man City looked very good immediately, but looked to tire. And Liverpool looked very good as they got into their stride. It looked like a competitive game was what that club needed. Um, I think it's, it's, it's a great... Where's fiction. the surprise going to be? Okay, right. The surprise... Because it's a great way to start off Liverpool versus Norwich for me. I think the surprise here might be at Bournemouth. With Sheffield United coming to visit. There are a couple of matches which stand out as being pretty pretty good ways to kind of yeah. Yeah. answer some of those pre-season questions. Leicester Wolves, United-Chelsea. Yes. But yeah, Bournemouth-Sheffield United, it might not be the match everyone's looking forward to. I think that's going to be yeah. really Spurs interesting. I think Villa might, might, be, might, might be interesting considering. I think, yeah. I think Villa could, could catch well, a few people out. Yeah, look, I do, I, we're going to do our predictions later, but I have... Two years on the trot predicted, and our last two prediction shows we did, I predicted Spurs would not finish in the top four, and they can continue to prove me wrong, because I don't have a clue how <laughs> Potch gets what he does. I'm just going to use that squad. as a soundbite. That's I don't fine. Have a clue. Oh, yeah, I don't have a clue how he how he gets. Shut up. <laughs> the challenge. How does he get what he gets out of those players right now? Is that Spurs have got a great deal of new players coming in, but they're not necessarily players with ego, but they're players with promise, right? They're squad so, players, aren't they? I'd yeah. argue that the same thing has been done further afield by PSG. I, th- well, I think. I think. I think they're recruiting smart. I think they're players that will be able to transition in. As for Villa, they've bought a <laughs> yeah. whole new first team. They've yeah. they've dumped the team that got them to the Premier League. And they've brought in a whole and that's new been the Spurs ethos for the last two, three yeah. seasons. It's going to be interesting. Look, it is, it is almost weird because Spurs would be obviously the bigger club and Villa would be seen as the smaller club. But because of how they've spent, the only club who've spent more in the Premier League this season is Man United than Villa. And that was, that's on a hell of a lot less players. They've just spent a lot more. But Villa have spent an awful... Are they, are they going to do a Fulham? You know, that's... And I think Spurs are coming at it and just... Potch has come out and just, he's like, I have nothing to say over who comes in. I just do what I can. Should we mention Carlos in the champion, championship? No, not yet, because we haven't mentioned um, the absolute humdinger of Watford versus Brighton. I'm really looking forward to seeing how Potter does. Do you think that'll be a humdinger? Yeah, I do. I think that's I, a good game. I, th- I think Watford are up against it this season. Oh, really? I think that, I think that they... Interesting. They, I think they'll be... 
I, I think they'll struggle a little bit. This I time. think Brighton could end the party do well. Wells. Danny Welbeck. Well, that is Danny such Welbeck. a, a smart sign. This is stupid. Yeah. And I don't know his wages. Hang on. We kept that. We're going into the next section, yeah? Focus on the fixtures. Not <laughs> the players. Not Welbs. I know it, you get excited. I, it wasn't me, so. Uh, Burnley, Southampton, any, anything there? I like Ralph. So I'm back in Southampton to do well this season, as in mid-table. Mid what? Okay. okay, fine. Because I um, like Ralph. I West wouldn't Ham, mess with him. West Ham, Man City. Can West Ham do anything? West Ham. Going to be disappointing this season. Disappointing? Putting it out there. He's putting it out there. I thought West Ham were garbage this... last season. Mm. They got so, better as they went on. Yeah, they I think this the is season, similar to garbage. Everton. They both had bad runs, yeah. but on the whole, not bad seasons. Yeah. And I think it'll be... I think with the two of them this season, managers have had a year to bet in. Yeah. They'll have a little bit more momentum. They've made what seem like smart signings. Yeah. Um, I they, think West Ham again will be disappointing because they have been for quite some time. One thing and I would they say don't though, make good signings. Okay, look, they just don't. Well, this is they where don't. we're going to go on. We'll say predict, but I think for Nals and uh, Haller, are very good signings. Is it Haller? So you just made up out? both of those names. No, four Nals is <laughs> yeah. Four Nals has come in. I think he's a great number ten. And you I say think that, but it's just a Haller. I think is, is the striker that will finally break the Sullivan and Gold curse. I genuinely do. I think. No. I think. Hall, yeah, I think he'll get double figures in the league. I hmm. think that West Ham will do what they always do and sign promising players. But there's a reason why they sign those players because they're not up to task. Right. Moving on to the next game. Then in that vein, Newcastle have also got a history of doing that. They play Arsenal. Will Arsenal? Have a, signed the centre back. You say right. You're saying this. Compare it to United. Hang on. Hang on. I would take Arsenal's Talk position about Arsenal. non-stop. Talk about Arsenal. They will sign those players right they now. Will get those. Deals. All like, I said is, will they sign the centre back? Arsenal have got momentum. I don't think. I can't see any of the deals coming off in time. I know by the time the games come around, we'll, you know we'll have all the answers. But yeah, I, I mean, can't see that. I can't see it coming. Can up. I then suggest, as I put out today on a Twitter, I said. Man United's midfield is as much of a problem area as Arsenal's defence. And it's an unpopular opinion. Absolutely justified. Yeah, yes. that's what I put out. So that's where I'm coming from. I never. This is no comparison to Man United. It literally is a case of, forget what teams everyone supports. Arsenal have got Chambers, Monreal, Socrates, uh, Socrates um, Mustafi. No one is happy going into a, sun, into a new season with those options, surely. No. Just, just Surely. Worry, worry about yourself. In the same way, Arsenal that, will be sorted out. Everyone's making up no, like it's the end of the all, world. When, when Glazer's out, Arsenal really, when Glazer's out, gonna, I know, but when that kicks in, you're going to be in a spiral of crap. But it's nothing about because you've shown you your fans have shown that you're going to just destroy you, yourself. Why are you getting so personal about gonna, just I literally yourself. have just said. Right. Okay. So back to the original question. What are you on about? <laughs> Like, that's the dumbest just, thing you've ever said. No, I, ju I just think that everyone's on Arsenal's case. What's that no got to do with Man United? It's just in comparison. Because at what there's point? Right, at what point I am I... I nerve here. Well, no. I pinched them. I man. did, obviously, by saying about Arsenal. The fact is, your bat line is dreadful. Now... It's not as bad as The terrifying know. thing, I, the Barcelona friendly on the weekend, which was for, for about 80 minutes, was a great performance. Good yeah. test. It was... Terrifying seeing mm. them play out from the back <laughs> yeah. so much. The, yeah. the back line is awful in the same way that I recognise as a Man United fan. Absolutely. But a midfield which was awful last year to lose, regardless of the individual talent of the players, to lose um, Fellaini and Herrera from that centre midfield 
and I've not replace not replace them with anyone is ridiculously short sighted. Yeah, that the game against Milan was uh, there was um, Pereira, uh, Matic, and I heard apparently McTominay was playing, mm, but yeah. didn't realize until about yeah. half time didn't when he was up. walking off. Didn't see him touch the ball. Well, for look, the first Man United half. played oh, stodgy. The midfield at Man United is is awful. The defense at Arsenal is awful. The the benefit that Arsenal have over Man United this weekend is that Arsenal are away to Newcastle and Newcastle are dire. Um, it could be a difficult game, but Newcastle are essentially dire. And Chelsea, I don't know what the hell is happening at Chelsea because Man United Chelsea. welcomed Chelsea's Old Trafford in the final game of the weekend. I think I have no idea what's I going on. People Chelsea are taking Newcastle lightly. I, th- I think this is always the case. People think it's it's a basket basket case, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be that. I think Bruce uh, is going to have a tough season. It's going I think to be. the Chelsea situation, mm. everyone's saying they're going to give him patience because of the whole uh, transfer ban and it's his first season at Chelsea. I cannot see the, the patience really being there. Would you consider mm. Bruce to be the perfect man for Newcastle in this time? It is such a tough time. I think if you're Depends a Newcastle fan... Depends on which way you look at I, this. I if think you're Newcastle's owner, there's no he's risk. the perfect manager. Exactly, there's no risk. If, if you, you got new- rid of him... Then if you're no Newcastle fans, you're terrified. Albeit, some of the signings they've made, like Sam Maximum, is he's a great player. I've watched him in Liga for a while, and him coming in is very interesting. Although, did you see that when he was playing in France, he was wearing a Gucci headband? He's got dreads. He's wearing a Gucci headband. But because of the licensing deals at Newcastle United, he had to wear a Slazenger one. That says everything. <laughs> and you had a big mug. <laughs> that says everything. Because of branding deals, you can't wear your Gucci headband. Well, you have to wear a Slazenger one. That's it. Players' commodities. Um, so I play. think from the weekend, I do think Leicester will beat Wolves if we're going to get... Last, pretty... last words on this. Well, I, no, I was actually going to pick up on the point about Bruce and the situation. The challenge, I think, is you look at Twitter and yeah. no matter what happens, everyone complains about everything. Yeah. You look at all of the players Arsenal being linked with, yeah. everyone is being criticised. Mm. It's becoming so difficult, I think, for clubs to understand what fans really want. Yeah. That when Ashley came out and had no idea that fans were against Bruce, no idea whatsoever, he was completely shocked when fans were, were in uproar. And I think this is part wow. of the challenge, right? Is that yeah. with every, like from, as, a, as a regular fan, you can see completely why Newcastle fans feel that way. Yeah. The, every signing that you see on Twitter now is being slated and slammed. No matter who's signing who. And if they use that as research or yeah. feedback. How do they learn? How can, yeah, how yeah. Can they do that? Because it's not a level playing field, especially online, as right. we know. Like is that those Vicious. figures and those those comments, are they truly real because people feel comfortable in saying that, or do they just want to perpetuate negativity? Which one is it? Because I I struggle with knowing that when people use comments, is it their subconscious? Is it their true self, or is it them being spiteful just Super to deep. get a reaction and Super just deep. to get right? It is getting to right. Can you sum this up in one I th- word? I, I I don't know. Can can we? Leaky. Oh, leaky. Hey, it's Mitchell Gard here, and if I'm not on ATR, I'm listening to ATR, so have a think about that. So, this week has seen the almost conclusion of the summer transfer window. It has been a busy time this summer, I would suggest, transfer-wise. You've still got, if you look further afield, you've still got the absolute mess that is Neymar trying to get out of PSG. No one can afford him, and PSG are like, well, we don't have to sell you. So and he's had bad bad PR recently. So. He's had really bad PR. Neymar is now in a position where he's looking like Carlos Tevez more by the week. <laughs> um, 
He's still got the ability, though. He's yeah, just, he has. He's, he's just, just 27, and he's proven to be a problem. Are you calling him Peter Pan? Both he's calling the, the boy who's never grown up? He's proven to be a problem but at both this, clubs. This is the most heartbreaking thing about young Brazilian players, flair players who come through, who yeah. you just cannot wait for them to get to their peak, and it never happens. Even, and I dare say it, Ronaldinho never quite reached that point where... He didn't reach Messi standards. You know? Like, Messi is now revered, and rightly so. Ronaldinho's still iconic, though. He's oh. iconic, but he could have been... He could have been much better. Yes, 100%. If he'd signed... His career... Yeah, I feel like he just... If he'd committed more. I feel like his career ended five years before it could have. Just oh. throw someone else in there who That's could fair. have been a lot more than he was? Kaka. Exactly what I was going to say. Kaka could have been one of the best players to ever play the game. However, he was very, he was he's not Messi Ronaldo level. Um, he is or Zinedine Zidane level, like who I put on par. He would be the one underneath that. That did. Nedved. Yes, Nedved. Oh, Nedved. Yeah, but they were Francesco Totti. I would add is on that mm. level. But, uh, so the, the Neymar thing, I don't think people care anymore, right? Like no, I think Neymar. Yeah, I, think I think football ne- moves so fast, and if you've got. The Isn't likes of Kylian Mbappe, the likes of new wonder kids coming through, yep. then that's, that is if how it is. And Messi grows up very quickly and becomes more humble mm. and then pushes himself to his maximum. But let's not forget, he tried to do something when he left, when he, when he left uh, Barcelona. He tried to push himself. Let's not forget that. He, that's what he attempted to do. Mm. No one saw the Mbappe revolution mm. coming through to see him take, take the spotlight away from it. The problem and is it, just, it was just one of those things of roll of the dice. Luck was not in favour of him. I'd argue let's not forget he did Mbappe try and progress now. himself. I reckon you would see Mbappe come in. People underestimate how good. It's only the World Cup. Mbappe was just as good mm. for Monaco as he was for PSG. Mm. The only reason Mbappe blew up the way that he did is because people in this country do not yeah. watch league uh, football, but they do watch the World Cup. So when Mbappe is as great as he is the World Cup and all these presenters are saying, oh, he's a brilliant in France, he's amazing, then all these fans who've never watched him play for PSG or Monaco prior suddenly go, oh, he's amazing. So I guess we're all saying we can't wait till Mbappe is at Liverpool next season. Oh, God. I literally, you're the second person that's mentioned that to me. You're literally the second person. I was like, there's, there's two clubs in the world that could afford Mbappe right now, and he's at one of them, and Liverpool ain't yeah. the other one. You know. So, so I want to throw one in there about a transfer which, if you read the media over the last couple of years, has been building up. Yeah. Ravel Morrison going to Sheffield United. Like, this Ra- is the hipster's dream, right? Ravel Morrison. I'd say. Yeah, it's one I wasn't going to bring up, but Ravel Morrison. Everyone loves a journeyman, you know? Love and a journeyman. Not only a journeyman, the player that Alex Ferguson said was the most naturally talented player he'd ever seen play at Man United. Phil Foden. Echoes. Yep. Uh, Ravel Morrison. Ted Evans, that has actually left. Left Gone, United as yeah. well. Just saying. Gone to Fleetwood. Gone to Fleetwood, yeah. Okay, right. Bring it back. Ravel <laughs> Morrison. Thank you. Ravel Morrison. Yeah. Do you think he'll be a starter though? Well, I think this is the thing, right? The fact that he's gone to Italy, gone to Mexico, he's willing to travel. To travel and to get it. To try and get that potential. Can I team. end the Ravel Morrison section on this word? There's <laughs> a section. There's a section. I would suggest that Ravel Morrison. The one word that springs to mind when I think Morrison, though, is loan. Yeah. That's the one, you know. So I'd like to see him settle and I'd like to do him well. Can I throw another one in the mix who really I think quickly. massively is underestimated by a huge percentage of football fans, and I don't know why, is Alex Awobi. Ah, right, okay. Okay. I actually believe that Alex Awobi, 
except for um, Lacazette and Aubameyang, was Arsenal's best player last season. I don't think many Arsenal fans would be happy if he goes and Ozil and Mickey stay. I think you, the idea of Iwobi and Pepe uh-huh. giving yeah. that balance... And also, the, the way... Everton, I think, is a very clever signing from Everton's perspective because he's exactly the position but that they need. If, <laughs> if, if the right Zaha. offer came in and Zaha came in, I don't think many Arsenal fans would... If would... it was a swap in and out. But I like Iwobi because he's, he's the potential he's got there. If and everyone got, forgets right. those type of players, like your Willocks. And he's, since Janko's gone, yeah. that Arsenal fan through and through... You'd have yeah. to, yeah, I know, right. You'd have to, see, to, but he left with such grace. Yeah, and and for Mitch's sake, Forrest, Forrest as well. So we, he, he's yeah, he's not left us. Yeah, shout out, completely. shout out to Mitch or Lewis yeah, Gad. To, to, uh, he's not dead, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> he's just in Australia. Not in Forest. Um, but yeah, he. Yeah, oh, can, can we stay on Forest a minute and just talk? But outside, it's not. It's a question in our predictions, but it's not. It's not applicable to the answer that we got for them. The worst signing that's happened this summer is Amiobi to Forest. <laughs> Sammy Amiobi to Forest is the worst signing of the summer. He could surprise you. <laughs> he could surprise me and actually shoot on target. He is awful. Sorry, I'll leave. Um, can I throw another one out? Because we've gone into there. Uh, Kashelny. Uh, that unveiling was an absolute embarrassment. Yeah, and unless they ripped off his mask and you saw Mustafi, that would be the winner. Yes, that would be the winner. If he, if that was, that would be really good. I feel like it was. They said, right, uh, we've got an idea. We're going to do this thing, and he's like, I really don't want to do this thing, and they're like, well, we're going to do this thing, and he's like, I really don't want to do this thing, yeah. and then they said, right, stand in that field, we're going to do this thing, and he's like, I really don't want to do this thing, and then I did the thing. I don't even think it was that thought, thought, thought of. I think is a case of. We forgot to do a and reveal. What? We forgot to announce. We need awful. to do something. What have we got? Well, obviously, we've got Bordeaux top. And if you've got an old Arsenal <laughs> kit... It has to be old. Re- like, not, like, not current yeah. is what we need, because old and new and stuff. And then I think they just, they just went for it on, on a camera. But I do think... I know a lot of Arsenal fans are giving him hate. I think it's the right thing. Right. Can I, can, I think can in I that position, up? I would have liked to have like, seen it out for one season or just go, go in January, the right time to go. Right. We, we're getting caught up now on Koscielny, of all people. Can I yeah. throw one name out there? <laughs> and as, as, in, Come on. Rem, it makes me remember another sign-in in particular. But it was reported today that Lukaku was AWOL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Manchester United didn't know where he was. I don't know it's like, I, I do know where he what he is. He's at Anderlecht. Yeah, we training. all know where he is. Don't release a statement saying you don't know where he is. I do. I saw him. He's at Anderlecht. It was like when, Man's, when um, Tottenham released a statement saying that Dimitar Berbatov had gone AWOL from the club and they were unable to reach him. The very next thing on Sky Sports News was live footage of him arriving at Old Trafford. That was and the And my day. mate ran Sky Sports News and when I found him, <laughs> I found him, he's at Old Trafford. That was the Rubinho day, wasn't it? Yeah, the Rubinho day as well. Rubinho and Berbatov on the same day. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, we've done, we've done more than enough. History okay. Should we leave it on Rubinho? Yeah. Hi, this is the Blender Coach, and you're listening to a Touchline Rants latest podcast. Back of the net. Oh, you've still recorded it. You. We are doing readers' wives. That's what we're doing. Ready to do really, some readers' wives? Really quickly. Do you want to do some readers' wives? Let's do them. That's a questionable. Oh, yeah. Right. This week. 
Do you know what Reader's Wives is? It's a question and answer. So I give someone a question and they give me an answer. I read those answers out. That simple. Great feature. You'll get used to it as we play along. Solid. <laughs> Same every week. Uh, this week we asked, um, we want to know who you think will be the best Premier League signing and who will be the worst Premier League signing this season. We'll be interesting to look back at these answers in May. Now, us three cannot, and Skinner, I'm talking to you, we cannot give our opinion on who the best or worst signings are because that's coming up in the next section where we give our predictions for the upcoming year. So... First answer was from Rhythm of Zat Knight oh, on Twitter. Long Great name. Yeah, long, long time. time. He said, worst, Joe Linton at Newcastle. Goal ratio was awful in a far inferior league. And his best signing was Haller at West Ham. Um, I've, got some, I've got some interesting facts here. Joe Linton scored nine assists in 11 games. Oh, sorry, 11 goals, 9 assists in 35 games. Just seems like football manager sort of stuff at this stage. That season. It? Now, then we had... <coughs> shout out, please. <coughs> shout out. That's not a shout out. You that was. Do, uh, you can do it properly. Sneeze. That's ridiculous. That's a sneeze out. What are you doing to me? Right. Uh, at Peter Amore, the Gormley Saurus. Shout out, the official mascot of a touchline of rant. Cahill for free. Um, and we'll have, we'll have the same impact as Maguire for 80 million. Kale for free if he wasn't going into an old age pensioner's home. Yes, okay. I, I wouldn't have minded him at Arsenal. I just for a season on yeah, a free. I think a season exactly on a free. I think Cahill could. I think he's good enough, and I think he's a captain. I think he'll bring experience. I think he's. I think he could have been at well, one stop, season. Stop, stop. Yeah. You're going down a wormhole. Pack it in. <laughs> he says, uh, also, Chelsea bringing Mount back, Lampard signing, who will make Barkley seem like a new, uh, a new signing. Mount's not going to play. No, Mount's not going to play enough, uh, which is disappointing. Um, oh. Then we had Jamie, Jamie McGowan, Jamie Welsh Ice. He says, Ledge. I'm biased, but look out for James Justin at Leicester, signed from Luton, and has taken the number two shirt. Standout player for us last season, very much a modern fullback. The, I think it was good. James He's, Jester. Did he say? James Justin. Justin. Okay. James Justin. Uh, worst signing, he thinks forty-five million for Sebastian Haller is a risky one. Interesting. Very West Ham. Uh, Jordan Lloyd, captain of CSKA Sophia Gardens. Good team. He fancy good well, team. Indeed. Good team. Keep an eye on them. I fancy Patrick Roberts to be a handy signing for Norwich. Tricky winger, played a lot of games and only twenty-two. Thought highly of by Man City. Good chance to showcase himself in the Premier League. I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, I feel like the momentum went. Yeah, there is. It's an interesting one to what, keep in mind. His, 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 oh, yeah. his worst, I can't see Joe Linton justifying that large transfer fee. Can't see him getting the goals he needs without a good strike partner next to him. So I thought that was quite interesting. Uh, Chris Etchingham on Twitter, host of the multi-award winning mm-hmm. Man on the Post podcast. He says, I want Catrone or Ken to be the best signings. I think Maguire for worst. Not that he'll do badly, but I think he could be a VAR accident waiting to happen Absolutely. for United. Absolutely, that's a great shout. Uh-huh. VAR. Uh, Darren, uh, Peter Amore, Gormley Soros, he's jumped back in you and said, interesting to see the impact of Milner and company leaving the dressing rooms. Which, you know, uh, see what happens. Quickly on VAR. Those, yeah. those... No, no, hang on. Stephen Day, don't go down wormholes here. Steve Day says... Best signing, he's going to go for Tangy and Domble. Domble is a good shout. It's a good shout. Possibly uh, Mousset for Sheffield United is the worst, who signed from Bournemouth. 
is I trust Eddie Howe, and if he's never really played him in the Prem, then there must be a reason why he hasn't. It's a big, big price tag. It's a big price tag for someone who isn't getting regular minutes. I think it is a risky signing. Uh, we Best, Basaka, worst, Gomez. Gomez listed as a the lot worst. A people so. on this then. That's kid about his ponytail. Mm. Yeah, um, a lot of people have got on this. Uh, love, love transfers. At Maverick oh, too, tough one. Transfers. Easy to say Maguire, but it's not his fault he cost 80 million. I think he'll do a job United need him to. The he A-R. says, right, here's Lumbering. an interesting one. He says that he thinks the worst signing is Iosi Perez to Leicester. No way, that's for 30 million, No, I've for 30 million pounds. I've heard the value for money, but... Consistent goal scorer. He'll, is over he, three seasons. Is he? Yeah. His goal-scoring record is abysmal apart from last year. Now, I no. want to throw in something. He's so young. Can I throw in a worse departure yes. of the Go year? on then. Okazaki. Yeah. yeah. Went under the radar. He, yeah. he made that campaign happen because of his work rate. Underrated, underused, underutilised last season. So when you think a shame about... To, a shame of a way to yeah, go. Yeah, you think about the Leicester... Is Perez the you know the missing piece or is he going to replace? He left everything on the pitch. Whenever he was there, even as a sub, he just yeah. changed the game. Not many players do that. Can yeah. I take it back to the section? Raj has been on Mukabala. One has come on and he says he actually thinks Iosi Perez may be one of the better signings this year, along with Moise Ken. He could link well with Vardy and Madison, etc. Perez, which no, yeah, Perez. So it's worst signing. He says is Mings for twenty million. Screams of Villa doing their best impersonation of Fulham. There's been a lot written about that deal. Uh, it's a large amount of money. 25, 26 20, 20 million. million yeah. 20, uh, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah 20 mil, though. Mid 20s? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He was worth that to Villa. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so. And that's what dictates. Just check our in. Just check in. Welbeck on a free for Watford. <laughs> Is the other shout out. That I really was, uh, want him to do so well. So that is the end of the section and answer question that we like to call Reader's Wise this week. Thank you very much for listening. <clears throat> right. Prediction time. Prediction oh. time. This is what I've been looking forward to. When this I... is why you're on. We've saved this I time for you. I am not looking forward to this. <laughs> because I this... know that it is going to make me look like the ultimate idiot. This is my... We've done this now. This is the third prediction episode we've done. And they are always good to look back on. Uh, last season, I predicted that Lukaku would be top goal scorer. <laughs> Could have been. So, yeah, yeah. In another year. When we listen back to Could those... That's the luck I, of the draw. Well, I cannot tell you how much Mitch laughed on our voice chats that we have back and forth with him. He's like, I forgot he picked Lukaku. <laughs> it's like, brilliant. And, and so who's going to be this year's Lukaku? Right, so. Who's top of the pot? I'm going to start with the first category. <laughs> and I just need the name of the team. Who is going to win the Premier League this season? Obviously, Gareth. sadly, City. Okay. Skinner. Uh, Pep's got another year in it. Dependent on if he wants. Wow. Dependent if he wants to channel in on the Champions League. Because if that is the case, he's considering that. Obviously, he's going to go for the, for the league. But I just want to know where they're no. more geared towards. But Pep, there's another Pep, specter, isn't there? Right, Pep's so Revolution's hang on. Got another year so you say City, yeah? Absolutely. That was a long word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Liverpool. I'm going to say Liverpool will win this year. I think they're going to kick on. They impressed me that Adrian a lot. Adrian goal as well for a backup. Superb. Yeah. Very That's good. brilliant signing. Um, more on That's that in a minute. Right, goal, can I give you... Sign, yes. Now, can... Okay. You need to tell me the top four. <clears throat> Liverpool, Arsenal, 
Spurs. I think Arsenal's business has been good enough. Okay, so you're saying <clears throat> Liverpool, Arsenal and Spurs yeah. to join City, yeah? Yeah. Alex, who are you saying? I am saying Liverpool, Arsenal and Chelsea. Okay, do you know who I'm saying? I'm saying City because I think Liverpool will win. I think Spurs, which is the first time I predict this Spurs to stay in the top four, and I think fourth will be United. Now I also you are was so hopeful, but I'm yeah. glad I like your enthusiasm. Do you know too. why I lo- do you know why I always do this? Is because like I say a million times, if Man United were playing non-league football, I would still support them and love them just as much. So I don't care if we finish sixth and do it with young players. Brilliant! I'm still going to support you. What if finish sixth and old players? Relegated teams. Gareth. Newcastle, Palace, Villa. Ooh. Yeah. That is... I thought that might be the one. Right. This is... I like that. Who are you saying is going to get relegated? Newcastle. Yeah. Sheffield United. Yeah. And I'm going to say Brighton. And Brighton Potter is going down, Mm. according to Alex. I'm looking forward to this. Right. My predictions are Sheffield United... Norwich Ooh. and Newcastle. Okay. Mm. So officially Newcastle are Newcastle are done. Yeah. Yeah. So we've all predicted Newcastle and two of us well, have said Sheffield. Six. I don't want it to happen. Right. Golden Boot. Who's going to be top goal scorer? Mane. Mane is a shout. I like oh, it. I think Aguero gonna... because I think this will be his last season. This is the one. I think this will be the one. I think Salah is going to do it again. Okay. I think so. We've said Mane, Aguero, and no Bamiangas. No Bamiangas. We're a Bamiang, yes. That's what we are. I think Laka's going to play. Do you think Laka's role? Okay, yeah. assists. So I, I've, 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 I probably shouldn't do this. Maybe I should, I should bank on one Trent. Um, okay. But I was going to say, I thought Bernardo Silva was going to play a bit of a different role this, this season. Okay. Yeah. But Trent's going to be my. Alex? I think. Who's going to get the most I assists? I said Salah because Salah? I know he finishes, but I think he, he can maybe mix it up and create a bit more for okay. the likes of Manning. I'm going to stay Raheem Sterling. He needs to have a, a bigger season up. than last season. He, I'm going to say Raheem Sterling. He, he did wonders last season. He did, but he need, I think he's going to have a better one. I really do. Okay. They played him as a false nine on the weekend. <laughs> that is scary. If they can, if they can play Sterling with his pace at Just false nine, twelve million. Oh, right, clean sheets. I've gone a little bit safe again with Edison here. I've also gone Edison, but I could talk goalkeepers for an entire nope. episode. I know, but we've drawn enough wormholes. I'm going to say Allison. <laughs> Allison is going to win. Right here is the one I'm looking forward to. Who is going to be the best signing? Do I have to just pick one? You can give right. You you can can give honourable honourable mentions. Okay, honourable mentions. Ken. Yeah. Wells. I think Heaton is the astute signing. I think he'll slot straight. Heaton is a great shout. I think he's got experience. Promoted team. But who's your best? Heaton. Heaton is your best one. Yeah. Superb. Heaton. This what I like about this one is it's interesting because you can look at them from many different angles. First of all, who's going to be your best signing? Master Key, because he's exactly what uh, Everton. Require Moise Keane, for a great Moise Keane and he's going to be family. He's okay. going to he's he's going to be in there because he feels loved and he's got an arm around him. Okay, mine is Rodri. I think Rodri's going to have mm. a big impact in the at Man City. Role at Man City in the Fernandinho where Fernandinho is. 
Man City last season were brilliant, but they did play worse when Fernandinho was on the pitch. He can't do it for much longer. Everyone knew this. Pep knew this, and he just went. Rodri's got a release clause. Go and pay it, and then went all right. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's a great was a revelation. Can I give some honourable mentions? Yes. Uh, for players, I think are great signings. Adrian is on there because mm. I think astute. Getting eight million for Mignolet and getting Adrian Incredible. on a free is crazy. It's perfect. Adrian, uh, underrated. Right, Domblay, I think, is going to be a very good signing. Nicholas Pe- Pepe, I think, is going to be an extremely good signing. I think. Let's really hope Hall- he's not an arse of it. Right, Haller at West Ham, I think, is going to be a good signing. Uh, he's a very good striker. I've watched him a lot. He's very, very good. And I think, and I think Wan-Bissaka. I think Wan-Bissaka will turn out to be an extremely good signing by Man United. What, over the, over the course of... Course of the season. So we'll see. We'll see. Random, man. Aaron Wan-Bissaka, I think, is going to be one of the biggest... Re- We've needed a right-back since... What, before, Gary Neville. Gary Neville. Because mm. West Brown was good, but he wasn't a right-back. Since Antonio Valencia. So he was not good as a right. He was good as a right winger. Next category, worst signing. Worst signing. So apart from Heaton, I want yep. to put all of the rest of Villa's okay. activity. <laughs> I think it is. You're putting the entire Villa team. The entire is that your Villa answer? Ta- worst signing. Put it down. Villa. Villa team. Okay, I've got I've got a similar one. Go on then. Mine is West Ham. Any. West. Any. They're all going to be failures. They're all going to just not live up to the expectation because that's exactly what West Ham does. Last season, he predicted West Ham would get relegated. They just about Why are you picking them. on West Ham? I hope you're going out for Burnley just for the whole Claret. And no, uh, my <laughs> worst signing is Joe Linton from Newcastle, for Newcastle United. He actually has got an extremely poor goal record to be given the number nine shirt and paid a lot of money. Harsh. It strikes me that Mike Ashley has gone, he's Brazilian and he's young. It's possible that if I spend forty million on him now, I'll be able to sell him for eighty million. The way the market's going in two years' time, I literally think that's all they've done. Yeah, that, you know that's all they've right. done because it's that transparent. First manager to leave. Oh, I'm gonna upset some folks, Graham Potter. I don't oh. think I love what he stands for. I don't think Premier League has the patience. Okay, right, fair enough. Alex, who's the first manager to leave? Ole. Oh, Ole. Ole, Ole, Ole. Uh, I had two answers to this. One of them was Solskjaer. One of them was Solskjaer. But I think Uncle Roy Hodgson. No. Yes, that's a good shout. How dare you? you know, I think Uncle Roy Hodgson will How be the first manager. And no Roy. one went Bruce. No, one no because Bruce. I think... it's too obvious. I went Xavi Garcia and just in the case. Only per, because the only people who don't like Bruce as a signing are the fans. The, Mike Ashley mm. loves it. Right, next one. We got it. This is going too long. Wolves, Everton, this last one now. <laughs> Wolves, Everton and Leicester. Mm. Who will, in what order will they finish? So I'm not saying they have to, you have to say 12th, 13th and 16th. Who will finish highest out of those three? And in what order will I'll they finish? I have agonised over this. I think it's going to go Wolves, Everton, Leicester. Wow. Okay. Do you know I'm going to go with? I'm going to go Everton, Leicester, Wolves, then United. Okay, hang on. Oh. Right, so stop. Hang on. Right, so yours Wolves, were Wolves. Everton, Leicester. Ev, yours were? Mine were Everton, Leicester, Wolves. Everton, Leicester, Wolves. Good at it. Right, ours. My, sorry, ours. Mine, I think Leicester will finish higher. And I think... Because of Brendan. And I think Wolves will finish in the middle. And I think Everton will finish at the bottom. Which, incredibly, means that the three of us have all picked... The only three, op- like each different option. 
Huh. You have picked Wolves to finish top above them. He's picked Everton. I've picked Leicester. Then you've said Everton. He said Leicester. I've said Wolves. Leicester, Wolves, Everton. So we've all picked the only option, like the three options available to us. One of each. So we don't agree on anything in that section. But we will look back on these once the Premier League has ended. I don't think I'll be on that show because I think... <laughs> maybe I'll take a picture of these and we'll see how I feel half of these. Right, yeah. So we'll, we'll look back in a year's time. This will be fun. Hello. Can I help? You have reached listener feedback. Right, it is time for one of my favourite parts of the show, which is when we hear listener feedback. Our glorious listeners out there in, well, just at a touchline rant, find us anywhere. All of our fans out there, they get in touch with us and they tell us things. These are the things they've been telling us. Mitchell Lewis Gad is the first one. Gutted to miss Gareth. Top man. Gutted. That's all he says. So... You know, yeah, Mitch, yeah, you can still listen to it. You can still listen to or it. You just can't it. experience the joy of recording it. Uh, Ian Rush has been on and he said, look, for God's sake, I was having a bad day that day. I'd lost my moustache comb. Yeah. That's aimed at you, I think, Gareth. Yeah, he did. He did look like he was looking mm. for something. Yeah. Uh, Jamie McGowan has been on and said, how the hell has he been on twice and I haven't been on once? Well, we all know you're to blame yourself there, Jamie. Yeah, he's let everyone down, right? He has. Uh, Aaron Ramsey uh, says, Bonacera. Which I quite liked. That's good. Gareth Bale has come on and tweeted us a picture of him. He's written slave down his face. Oh. Yeah, it's worrying times. Maybe he's trying to send some kind of signal. Was he on the golf course? Frimpong says bench. Bench? Dench? Sure. Dench, he says. Yeah. It might be even the spelling. Can I give some this? He said that by telling you. Yes. We've got one more. Fran Marida says, stop telling people how old I am, yeah. for God's sake. Young man. Uh, my listener feedback would be for anyone watching the video. I did not know about the whole Malcolm situation before I came in. Okay, okay. You, know, I, you said so. I'm in full support of. You did not <laughs> see him. He did not know he when he wore know. a Zenit St. Petersburg top what was going to happen at the club. So we'll make that very clear. Big we'll mistake. Disclaimer. Red card against racism. Kick it out. Absolutely 100%. Kick it out. I will, I will donate £6 Good. or maybe £7 to the cause as so. an apology for this. Mm. Nice. Right. Someone should rescue Malcolm. I think someone needs to rescue this section, to be honest. I really love the discussion. I really love discussion. I'm listening away from West Africa, Ghana. I really love this. And this is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. I love that. And you are my favorite list. Look it up. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you for coming on. This is the outro. This is, which is where we finish up and go home. Okay. Um... Any comments, concerns, critiques? Concerns for the season, there's plenty. Um, it's going to be a place of... Here it goes. VAR is going to Strap be a case in. of uh, <sighs> drinking the impact of that. There's going to be some racism. There's going to be some mental health, depression stuff. There's going to be lots of these issues, especially gambling. Gambling is something which is going to be in contention this year because of the likes of Rooney, the likes of Huddersfield. It is not acceptable. It never has, never will be. There needs to be tight regulations on it. And for God's sake, be gamble aware. Get get your viewership up, get more push it out there. Show the actual impact Have you instead got of just to being. About Wayne Rooney before we lose him completely. This is crazy. When he, Come on, his, let me know. His quote was, "The numbers not all that important." Ah, 
absolutely crazy. Uh, and, and what number is it? Uh, it's a number which we're not going to mention mm. because they're not paying us to do that. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So it should we don't be. take dirty money. Uh, otherwise, no. Wales has had a, a rebrand, a rebrand, a rebadging. What do we think? I like it. It's streamlined. People need to get used to it. People hate change. I think they've done what you've <laughs> done. And I, I think it's, like you I think it's useful. <laughs> I got, right. Until I had to com- point out to you, like, it is a simplified version. I still which don't like it. slips in with their brand. I still don't like it. Um, I don't like it. They've rebranded. I, I hated their rebrand. Words on the badge. I, I, I actually on rebranding. I think cricket is the sport we need to start rebranding. <laughs> if anyone's been watching cricket over the summer, yeah, that's that's the sport. I can I throw a point out about Juventus just briefly? One thing which I kind of like. I didn't realize that the aim, the larger aim behind Juventus's awful, horrendous home kit this season, where it's just one half white, one half black, rather than stripes. The whole point of that is when they're all stood on the terraces, the slogan was become the stripes. So when they're on the terrace or wearing the new Juventus shirt, when they stand ne- when you stand next to another Juventus fan, you form black and white stripes. So Are it you was a fan aimed, of that now? I quite like that idea. The it's shirt's amazing horrendous. Idea. It's an amazing idea. It's an amazing idea as a collective and it's sort of like an art piece almost it on the is. terraces. It's a it's a it's an art installation in a in a in a football stadium. However, when you just stood on your if, own pushing a trolley around Morrison's, you look yeah. awful. If you don't appreciate <laughs> the Juventus crest, then there's a chance you're not going to appreciate the kit. I think yeah. if you appreciate mm. the crest and what they're trying to do through design, yeah, different game. Mm-hmm. I I just think, and I hope Wales is, is no different from that. My issue is the same with the Barcelona kit in that I looked at it and when Antoine Griezmann's wearing it and they're filming a nice little video promo, yeah, it looks a damn nice kit. When I'm pushing it around, te- wearing it in Tesco while I'm shopping with the kids, no, I'm going to look awful. I think you need to rethink the whole Tesco <laughs> th- Morrison's think, catwalk thing. I think it's, it's how you wear it. It's not the garment. You need to own okay, it. Okay, right. That's the most rambly outro we've ever had. Paul's we... told me one thing. <laughs> yeah. to own it. We're ending on RuPaul. Thank you for watching and listening to this football podcast. We are a Touchline Rant. We are at a Touchline Rant on Twitter. We are at a Touchline Rant on Instagram and Facebook. YouTube, search a Touchline Rant. Just, you know the name. Search it on places that you have social media accounts. Be prepared to love yourself. (laughs) We are going home now. If you can't love yourself, (laughs) how the hell are you going to love someone else? That's that's us done for a week. Thank you, Gareth. That's hash. Thanks, guys. Thanks. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.